When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Gamecock Sports Network. Welcome to Carolina Calls, presented by Bud Light on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Your weekly pass inside Gamecock Athletics. To be a part of tonight's show, give us a call at 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100 or tweet us using the hashtag Carolina Calls. Carolina Calls is presented by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there. Prisma Health, proud to be the official healthcare system and team physicians of the Gamecocks. And by Coca-Cola. There's magic when we cheer together. Now let's head live to Backstreet's Grill in Columbia. Here's the voice of the Gamecocks, Todd Ellis. Are you ready for the run through the SEC gauntlet? The Gamecocks are coming off two straight wins in non-conference play and sit 3-2 and two on the season after Thursday night's victory over South Carolina State and now go on the road to Lexington, Kentucky to play an old nemesis, the Kentucky Wildcats, in the first of six SEC straight games. Game time is set for 7.30 p.m. Kentucky is 4-1 and one on the season and ranked number 13 in the country. Hello and welcome to Carolina Calls with Coach Beamer. We are live at Backstreet's Friend Divine. Come see us tonight to talk about last week's win and look ahead to the Wildcats Saturday night. You can give us a call or ask Coach a question or hit me via Twitter at Todd Ellis SC. Coach, congratulations on the win last week over the Bulldogs under difficult circumstances for everybody for that matter. Uh, how did the time off of the players and more preparation for Kentucky translate in practice this week. Yeah, it was good. It was a unique week. Appreciate Coach Tanner filling in on the show here uh, last Thursday. Yeah, we missed you, but yeah. thanks for calling in, Coach. Yeah, we appreciate he's, that. He's 1-0 almost and asked him to come again this week, and I'll <laughs> sit this one out too. Uh, but, no, I appreciate everybody here at the University and the City of Columbia and 
uh, for allowing us to have that game on Thursday night. It was good to be able to get a win. And then certainly awesome for our players to be able to get away from football a little bit Friday and Saturday and then come back in on Sunday. And then for us as coaches to uh, uh, be able to come in on Friday morning and kind of put everything to bed with South Carolina State and then spend Friday afternoon and all of Sunday uh, getting ready for Kentucky. So it worked out great because we were able to win the game and, and able to get a little bit of a head start from a prep standpoint. Um, coaches, <laughs> Will Levis going to play for Kentucky? What have you heard? I know you know the double secret probation answer yeah, on you, that. You guys know about as much as I do. So we're uh, we're prepared if he does, and we're prepared if he doesn't. And and uh, they've got a great team around him of you know dynamic receivers and a great running back and a big physical offensive line. So they uh, they they still they po- they pose a lot of challenges regardless of who's a quarterback. But obviously he's a first round draft pick for a reason. Yeah, uh, coach. Uh, 13 starters returned for the Wildcat team that won 10 games a year ago. Uh, how have the Cats looked on film? What do you think about them? Uh, really impressed. Uh, you know, they've got, obviously, Levis is back as the quarterback and Rodriguez is the running back. He was He's the leading returning rusher in the SEC from last year. And great offensive line. They've added a transfer from Auburn that's a veteran guy and a really good player. And then the difference in their offense in last year and this year is the receiver position. No I mean, they've got four guys that are that are probably NFL receivers whenever they come out, and two of them are true freshmen. Uh, one's a transfer from Virginia Tech. So, uh they uh, they present a lot of problems. You know, last year they had the Wandale Robinson kid at receiver. Amazing he, he, player, but a yeah, single player. He was the guy. Now they've got four of the guys out there. So really good on offense. And then defensively, obviously lost a great player in the uh, defensive end last year, but return a lot of guys. They're big and big up front. They've got two of the best linebackers in the SEC. The two we faced at Arkansas with uh, Drew Sanders and Bumper Pool were really good, but these two guys are right up there at the top with them and make a lot of plays. So they present a pro- lot of problems. They're a veteran group. And then the other thing, too, is their special teams. I mean, those receivers that we're talking about are also their punt returner and kick returner. Yeah, Brown leading the nation in kick return. Yeah, should have had two touchdowns against Ole Miss last week. So he's a he's a threat. And then the receiver number nine is their punt returner and he's a threat as well. So we've got, to, we've got to play well in all three phases Saturday night for sure. Yeah, the thing that surprised me was the wide receiver core. I think they've upgraded that massively over the period of time. But people don't realize Kentucky's defense has only given up seven touchdowns so far. You yeah. mentioned the linebacking core who we know. The uh, square, of course, is a longtime three-time captain of their defense or their football team as well. Uh, Jacquez Jones is injured. There's a question about whether he'll be ready to go or not. But it's a team uh, that is solid in the secondary, brings almost everyone back, and then pretty darn good up front. Yeah, you're right. They're not giving up many points. I mean, we know how good Ole Miss is on offense, and Ole Miss scored, what, 20-22 against them last week. Florida didn't score many points. I mean, nobody's really scoring on them. And uh, they do a good job. They're well coached. Coach Stoops is obviously a defensive guy, and uh, they don't do a lot necessarily schematically, but they're, they, they make you beat them. And uh, they – you know, they, they thrive on turnovers. They returned an interception for a touchdown against Florida. That was a huge play in that game. And and uh, they, got a, they got a turnover last week against Ole Miss in a two-minute situation. So we've, we've got to do a great job of protecting the football. And when they give us opportunities, we've got to take advantage of them. Coach, on our Prisma Health Injury Report, we heard you report some good things early in the week. But you never know when your midseason form is the guys can either elevate 
and get better during the week or get worse. Yeah. And so give us an update on the Prisma Health Injury Report. We do get some guys back. Uh, Dylan Wanham has practiced all week. He'll play and be fine. Uh, Darius Rush has practiced all week. He'll play and be fine. Uh, and then beyond that, I'd say we got a lot of guys that are questionable, and we'll see how they progress over the next, what, 40, 49 and a half hours here, I guess. <laughs> Coach, uh, David Spaulding's a guy we've been looking to help yep. Cam, maybe. You move Cam in a lot of different places, yeah. plays corner, plays nickel, can play about anywhere. But if David was there as well, it might help your yeah. defensive secondary. On a team that if Will Levis plays, they've been throwing the football all over the over all over the ballpark. Yeah. And so how's he doing? Yeah, I should have mentioned him. He's back. He's practiced okay. every day this week. David will play, and, and that's huge for us. I mean, we just – we haven't since the first drive of the Georgia State game. We haven't been healthy in the secondary. I mean, right. the, the, literally the first series of Georgia State is when RJ got hurt, and ever since then we have not had a game where the five guys that started the Georgia State game, along with you know Nick and DQ Smith, have all been out there at the same time or playing available, or available, available. Yeah. You know, and and. Doubt we do this week. You know, hopefully we do. But at least we do get Spalding back and we get rushed back. And those are two critical pieces to get back, especially with these guys and what, what they're able – what they have at the receiver position. Yeah, as much pressure as that we apply when we utilize our corners, yeah. having Darius back will be a, a great addition. No, Take no, some pressure off some of the guys that have been playing that position. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, everybody says you got to stop the run. Well, no kidding. And uh, we, we know that. Well, you've got to be able to get off blocks and make tackles, but you've also got to be able to commit more people because it's going to be hard for one guy to bring down this running back they have. So when you commit more people, that leaves your corners out there on an island. And we're fortunate that we got two NFL corners and, and Darius Rush and, and, uh, and Cam Smith. Uh, and then Marcellus Dial is playing really, really well for us also. So being able to get Spalding back to, to, broad, to provide some depth in the secondary is huge. That injury report brought to you by Prisma Health. Prisma Health is proud to be the official health care system and team physicians of the Gamecocks. Hey, Backstreet's Grill, that's where we're at. Our host of Carolina Calls is a proud partner of Gamecock Athletics. Backstreet's features a wide selection of wine and local craft beers, scrap made food, and a family-friendly atmosphere. Proudly owned and operated by Gamecock alumni, Backstreet's is located at 2400 Divine Street, Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner with brunch on Sundays at 1130. We'll have more from Coach Beamer here at Backstreet's on Divine. You're listening to Carolina Calls presented by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. River Rat Brewery, located on Shop Road, just a short fade pass away from Williams-Rice Stadium, is Columbia's premier craft brewery. Stop by River Rat before the next game or for lunch and relax in our kid and dog-friendly tap room, outside green space, or on our beautiful rooftop lounge. And remember, football season brings the release of the delicious German-style Marzen. River Rat Brewery, brewing craft beer because beer makes people happy. RiverRatBrewery.com, Columbia's premier craft brewery. A tough math teacher, a dedicated coach, a best friend. 
people who inspire you to be your best possible self. At Prisma Health, you inspire us. We're making healthcare exceptional for everyone across the Midlands and upstate. With more access to the highest level of care, research innovations, and patient education, we're committed to helping you be your healthiest you. Prisma Health is proud to be the official team physicians for the Gamecocks. For more information, visit prismahealth.org slash Gamecocks. This is South Carolina football, back in 60 seconds on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. You're listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com. Spurs up. 20, 15, 10, are you kidding me? Touchdown, Carolina. In the pocket, got some problems, trying to bail. Gamecocks, there they drop in. This is Gamecock football. Jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught, touchdown, Carolina. Catch the action on your home for South Carolina football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. your voice heard on Carolina Calls by giving us a call on our toll-free hotline, 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now let's rejoin your host, here again, Todd Ellis. Hey, Britain's on Divine as your Gamecock apparel for the season. They carry exclusively Southern Tide, Johnny O, Smathers and Branson, and Brackish Men's and Ladies Accessories. Stop by and see them at 28. 28- 18 Divine Street. Visit them at BritonsofColumbia.com. A Carolina tradition since 1950. Coach Shane Beamer is with us tonight. It's Carolina Calls. I'm Todd Ellis. Good to be with you. Dan Stewart, our engineer. Liz McMillan producing tonight. And a good crowd here at Backstreet's Grill on Divine. Thank you all, as always, for coming out. And I know that you thank the servers, the staff, the bartenders, and everybody else. Please tip well. I know you do. And uh, enjoy yourselves a great meal and great drinks at Backstreet's on Divine. A gorgeous night in Columbia. And Coach, a little chilly in Lexington on uh, Saturday night is the projection. But I suspect this is why you got into coaching in a lot of ways. You're playing a top 15 team uh, on their home turf at 7.30 primetime uh, on national television. And... Your football team has got a chance to go in there and upset somebody who's built their reputation over a long period of time with a a coach who's been there a long period of time, Mm -hmm. which is essential and rare in this conference, by the way. And uh, what have you talked to your team about this week and about that challenge? Yeah, well, we started making sure I got to talk to you, too, that it's not going to be chilly. The weather is going to be great on Tuesday, Saturday night. We don't need any excuses about the weather. Uh, it's going to be great football weather. At Tuesday, Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. is when we had our team meeting. And I looked on my phone, and it was actually 46 degrees at that time in Columbia on Tuesday morning, which is going to be 
actually cooler than what I think it's supposed to be at kickoff as well. So, right. look, it's not cold right now. Y'all aren't cold. All right, good. That's the last we're going to talk about the weather. So, <laughs> we're in great shape. No, but the uh, uh, our guys are excited. Uh, coming off two wins and and uh, um, have built some confidence and, and played well the last couple of weeks. And we're our, our, we've had a really good week. Our guys are excited. It's why, you know, I want to coach in the SEC. It's why our players, you know, chose to come here is to play in – uh, games at night on the road in the best conference in America. So it should be a great environment. It's a sellout. Uh, it's a team. It's a game last year that we, you know, had a lot of opportunities to 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 capitalize on opportunities and we didn't get it done. And we need to play better this year. But we're certainly excited about the the challenge. There's so many returning players on the Wildcat football team. Did you go back and look at the film, show it to the team? Yeah. And what did you learn from watching that again from last year? Uh, you go back and watch it, and it makes you yeah. sick at some of the plays you oh, left I out there. You know, just uh, really in all three phases, just missed opportunities. And it's a 16-10 to 10 game. And as you guys know, it's such a thin line. And, and give Kentucky credit. They made the plays and prevented us from making them. But um, we uh, uh, it, it was frustrating to watch. But certainly we went back and watched it like we do all opponents that we played last year when the coordinators are the same right and they've got a new offensive coordinator but the system's very much the same same defensive coordinator same special team system so you certainly look at last year's game along with all the games they played last season and and this year as well the wildcats are four and one on the season trying to make it five straight over the gamecocks in lexington it's amazing it's gone during that period this has been a series of streaks really well, and Coach Spurrier was here. We beat him over a period of time of about 10 years, and then the Wildcats have swung that series back in their direction, and the Gamecocks are ready to try to break that up going to Lexington on Saturday night for a 7.30 kickoff. Hey, start your game day off right by visiting Bottles Beverage Superstore. Browse their large selection of single-barrel bourbons or grab a Gamecocks bottle of bubbly from Manos. Visit Bottles, 4410 Fort Jackson Boulevard in Rosewood Crossing Shopping Center or their location in Somerville and Mount Pleasant. Keep an eye out for their Bottles opening in Greenville this fall. Join the Bottles Club for special member offers at shopbottles.com. Call us now. A couple lines open. Toll free, 877-477-7201. We're Columbia. Call 404-6100. We're back in a moment from Backstreet's Grill on the Gamecock Sports Network. Hope, life, and the great Palmetto. What do these things have in common? Scholarship dollars. The SE Hope, the life, and the Palmetto Fellow Scholarships are funded by the lottery players of this great state. And after 20 years, you've invested over $7 billion in education. $7 billion. Impressive. The South Carolina Education Lottery. When you play, we all win. Enjoying the game? Gets in the backfield and drop. He's sacked back at the nine-yard line. They take out of the turf one more time. An ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Four simple ingredients. High-quality barley, rice, hops, and water. The light, clean, crisp taste will satisfy your thirst during the game and after. For those on the light side of life, make it a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. More coverage of South Carolina football after these local messages on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. 
listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com. Spurs up. 20, 15, 10, are you kidding me? Touchdown Carolina in the pocket. Got some problems trying to bail. Gamecocks, there they drop in. This is Gamecock football. Throne, jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught. Touchdown Carolina. Catch the action on your home for South Carolina football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Carolina Calls. Give us a call on our toll-free hotline at 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now, let's rejoin your host, Todd Ellis. Hey, Gamecock fans. When's the last time you were in your crawl space? A moldy and wet crawl space affects both your home and family's health. For a free inspection and quote, go to GamecockCrawlSpace.com. Welcome back to Carolina Calls. Coach Beamer, I'm Todd Ellis. Great to be with you. We'll go out on our phone lines tonight the first time to Tyler in Dallas. Tyler, man, thanks for joining us out west. Go right ahead for Shane Beamer. Hey, Coach. How you doing? Um, first off, I'm not sure if you remember me or not, but my sister Peyton and I had the pleasure of meeting you on my last year. I just want to say thank you again for being a great person along with being a great coach. Um, yep. Are you, you're in Dal- are, are, you in living, are you living in Dallas now? Yes, sir. So I attend a SMU Law now. So I'm out oh, here. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, that. well, absolutely remember you and think the world of you guys. So hope things are going well in Dallas. Big Good football game you. out there yeah. this weekend. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So, yes, my question is, their offense had some success on like, the last two weeks against two of uh, not as like large of defense or, or as great or experienced defenses as – on Kentucky. So what do we need to do on offense this week to keep our offense like rolling and being successful against a more experienced defense such as Kentucky? Yeah, we need to do what we did against Charlotte and South Carolina State. Um, clearly, uh, well, it starts with running the ball. Um, you know, there's no question the last couple of weeks we've been more successful because, one, defensively we're creating turnovers. Uh, it's crazy. We didn't, cre- we didn't force any like in the first three games and now I think we lead the SEC in interceptions. Like, we've intercepted the ball more than any team in the conference at this point. Uh, need to keep that going. Uh, so we need to create turnovers and not turn it over offensively for sure. But there's no doubt when we've been able to run the football like we have the last couple of weeks, it makes things a lot easier from a passing game standpoint, run game standpoint, play action, all of that. Uh, so if we're not able to run the football in Lexington on Saturday night, it's going to be a big, big challenge for us. Uh, I believe we've we've – I know we've gotten a lot better at running the football, and you're right, it's a different uh, team that we're playing this week, and they're bigger, they're more physical, and what we've placed, faced uh, the last two weeks, but I'm really confident in, in our offense's ability to uh, produce Saturday night as well. Tyler, thanks so much. Keep calling in, asking great questions, and uh, good luck to you in SMM, SMU Law. John, thank you. 
apparently could not ask a question of Ray Tanner last week. I don't know why. His Gamecock points were not in jeopardy to come up and ask that. He failed to do so, but he's back with us tonight. So does he have two? Did he, like, bank one from last week? I don't know if he banked, but he's got one chance. All right. That's all he's got. They're going to go. Todd, I did not have prior confirmation that my points would not be topped. Coach, one of the one of the things we noticed today in, in even college and pro football, it seems like the deep ball has become, if you throw a deep ball, you've got two opportunities for something good to happen. That's a catch or pass interference. Mm-hmm. How, how do you work with your kids on how there's so much hand play and stuff today? What do you guys do, Coach? I, I feel for the kids. Uh, you know, there's – how do you how On do you both coach? sides offense and oh defense. absolutely yeah. Todd yeah. how do you how do you I don't even know how you work with the kids to say this is this touching's allowed this touching's not yeah it, no it's a challenge because I think every officiating crew maybe I don't want to say officiates it differently but uh, emphasizes some guys maybe let something a little bit more go and. And there's no question we've had way too many pass interferences called on us, and, and deservedly so on a lot of them. Now, I don't necessarily agree with all with everyone, but we've got to be better. We've gotten in trouble the last couple of weeks when we get too grabby and handsy at the line of scrimmage. Now, we've got big physical corners. Can't, there's a reason why the, the head of the New England Patriots was at practice today watching a lot of our guys, but primarily Cam, because he's got the ability to be a first-round draft pick in the NFL when he comes out because of his size. So I don't want to take his size away and, and Darius Rush's you know, advantage from their size, but they got to be better about just playing with technique and not grabbing people at the line of scrimmage. And then the challenge for the receivers, the DBs, is when that, like you're saying, the ball's in the air. and Because we pride ourselves as offensively in regards to making the competitive catch. For example, Jalen Brooks last week that went up and leaped over the guy on that 50-50 ball in the middle of the field. we got to make those catches, and now you've got to do that with the right technique as well and make sure you're not pushing off. And then uh, defensive back, it's tough. I mean, you see some of the pass interferences, but then you also see – uh, Marcellus Dow got the interception last week. I mean, that was a zero blitz where you have zero help, and he's out there by himself, and we're bringing pressure, and he's out there against a pretty good receiver from South Carolina State, and he played with confidence. He played with technique, and, and he didn't panic when the ball was in the air, and, and that's what you just – you drill it as much as you can, uh, emphasize just trusting your technique. and But at the same time, you don't want Cam to uh, – uh, not attack uh, as well because that's his strength as well and you just keep building his confidence up which he doesn't lack for confidence don't get me wrong uh but you just continue to emphasize technique and and don't shy away from getting your hands on receivers because that's part of the reason that makes one of the things that makes you good yeah seven pass interference but also the turnovers we received during that time frame as well yeah there's a balance in that process and apparently in clayton white's defense because we play so much man on the outside to bring an additional rusher to the process, but you've got to do it as cleanly as possible. And so, John, great question as usual. Thank you. It's nice to have you back. You, <laughs> Thank you. I hope you will not shy away again. We will not dock your points in the Gamecock Club. Hey, do you know almost 400,000 South Carolinians are living in recovery? It's important we understand that substance use disorders are treatable diseases, not moral failings. People in recovery can and do go on to lead healthy, fulfilling lives, and our support is essential. Find resources at EmbraceRecoverySC.com. 
Hey, we're back at Backstreet's Grill on Divine for Carolina Calls, presented by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there. We'll be back in a moment on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. If you're a fan of fresh local food, you'll be a fan of this. Get your love, South Carolina. Support local and find local restaurants at freshonthemenu.com. Did you know that 378,000 South Carolinians are living in recovery? It's important we understand that substance use disorders are treatable diseases, not moral failings. People in recovery can and do go on to lead healthy, fulfilling lives, and our support is essential. Avoid words like addict habit, junkie, and clean. They suggest a person is the problem rather than having a disease. And feeling stigmatized can reduce someone's interest in recovery. Find resources at EmbraceRecoverySC.com. Your home for South Carolina football. This is the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. You're listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com. This is Carolina Calls, your source for everything Gamecocks. I'm Shane Beamer. I'm Todd Ellis. Great to be with you. They certainly wouldn't rely on me to do anything handy around the house, that's for sure. Coach Beamer joins us for a full hour of Carolina football talk throughout the season. I'm very blessed to be in the position that I'm in and and, uh, honored and humbled to be your head football coach. Listen live every Thursday night on your home for Gamecock football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Make your voice heard on Carolina Calls by giving us a call on our toll-free hotline, 877-477-7201, or locally at 404-6100. Now let's rejoin your host, here again, Todd Ellis. Hey, mark your calendars for the Junior Gamecock Club Halloween Party, Sunday, October 23rd from 4 to 7 p.m. at Founders Park. Free for all Junior Gamecock Club members and just $10.00. For non-junior Gamecock Club youth, stop by for the Halloween-themed carnival games, face painting, and more. Visit GamecocksOnline.com slash Halloween to learn more. The Junior Gamecock Club is presented by ABC Quality, Child Care, You Can Trust. Shane Beamer, I'm Tyler. It's great to be with you. Got the Gamecocks and the Kentucky Wildcats on Saturday night in Lexington. It's really what an SEC East battle is all about. Uh, it is a cool fall evening, a number 13 team in the country, and the Gamecocks with the opportunity to go up there and try to get a knockoff of a very good football team. Uh, I think we got Hanson from Ohio, who's up for Coach Beamer. Go right ahead, Hanson. Uh, hello, Coach. Um, 
Um, I just want to let you know, Coach, um, you have a class act coaching staff, and um, I like Coach Limbo. I think he's awesome. Um, I watched the UK uh, Ole Miss game the other week, and um, they had a couple of miscues on special teams. I know their punt returner and kickoff returner are great. We've got to be careful. We've got to watch out for those guys. But um, you think we can uh, have some beaver ball uh, play there, you think, up in Lexington? I hope, Hanson. I'm praying we do. Um, no, I appreciate the call. I appreciate those comments about the staff. And, and you're right. We do have a great group of guys. Uh, no, they're really, really good. You're, you're, you're correct. They, they had some issues with uh, uh, their field goal operation against, uh, against Ole Miss and had an issue with a punt snap against Florida. But they also have made a bunch of plays, like you said, punt return game and, and kickoff return game. So our coverage units have, ha have got to be uh, really, really good on Saturday night against these guys. Uh, I mean, the, the, the kick returner's elite, just his speed and his ability to, I mean, the, the, the play, the, if you go back and watch it, I mean, the kickoff return he had against Ole Miss is amazing because he gave a signal that the players on his team that were out there thought that he was not going to return it. So when they see him do what he did, literally three of his own teammates stop and start walking towards the sideline. So there's three old Miss players that are now unblocked, and he made all three of them miss and still ran it back 80 yards. I mean, it's amazing. It's a uh, bold strategy. It is. It worked for him, <laughs> for sure. Very bold. Uh, but, no, but I would hope that uh, I think our special teams are really, really good as well, and we've made impact plays, and, and that's going to be a key on Saturday night. We, we can't give up plays against us in the kicking game uh, and expect to, expect to win the football game. We've, we've got to win that phase. Thanks so much for the call. Coach, it's hard to judge uh kentucky in any way against Ole miss they had three turnovers including two inside the Ole miss 20 on their final two drives to lose that ball game so they were in that the entire time this basically is one of the top teams in the conference and i know it'll take a great effort to to beat them whether will levis plays or not it's a talented football team yeah no it is and they uh obviously coming off a tough loss in oxford that they very easily could have won and and uh um, I know that was a tough, tough loss for them. They played with unbelievable effort and played with great physicality, and we expect no different on Saturday night from them. Coaches start on the road, and there's been a lot of talk about that. You've answered it more than you would want to ad nausea uh, relating to how do you get a start on the road uh, in conference play as well. And what are your thoughts on going into Lexington in a 7.30 kick? How do you like that when the team sits there all day long we get in on friday evening sometime around dinner time or so and your thoughts on how you might have tweaked that over the years what you like don't like about that yeah i mean it was my choice we'd get up and play about 11 a.m right. and and uh and 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 go so you don't sit around all day but uh that's part of it we play when they tell us to play and and we've got to uh uh you know we've got our routine on saturday we're excited about it it'll be a great environment for sure and and I get it. You know, that question is going to come up until we win an SEC road game. And uh, we've won one away game since I've been here, and that was against East Carolina last year. And we need to go win a game in the SEC on the road. And it'll be a big challenge this week. But our guys are excited about the opportunity. And, and I think, you know, we're, it's a different group. We certainly, I'll be the first to admit, we were not good 
in first quarters of games for the most part last year on the road. Tennessee and Texas A&M come to mind. But, and, and then even Arkansas this year, we didn't get off to a great start. But we battled back and didn't flinch uh, in being on the road. I mean, uh, that was a tough environment out at Arkansas. And we went down 21-3 and battled back to make it 21-16. to We didn't lose that game because it was a road game. We lost that game because we couldn't stop the run and we turned the ball over in the fourth quarter. Uh, so for us, it's – we don't even we haven't really talked about it this week playing on the road what we've talked about is how we go play well regardless of whether it's in lexington columbia or or wherever you know it's interesting because what my view is during your tenure here at the gamecocks is we've taken shots in the first quarter and those things have been so close to hitting in a lot of ways to give us an advantage some games they have obviously the duke's mayo bowl we took some shots those things paid off and it's so hard. And when I see people on the street, if they're questioning about early play or how we get off to a start, it's so hard to explain the difference between that catch of Xavier Leggett on a post pattern early in the ball game last week and a pop-up ball off his chest that ends up in an interception. Yeah. Uh, the small process there that occurs is nothing related to how you prepare uh, how your team's effort is or right. whether you're giving it your all. It's just dang football, and sometimes it's hard to figure out. Yeah, no, it is. It's, uh, it's a thin line, and, and we've made our share of plays, and we've, the other teams have made their share, and we've got to make ours more often and, and connect on those balls. I mean, we had one against Arkansas early in the game, deep ball that we yeah. weren't able to connect on, and, and uh, we've got great receivers and tight ends and backs, and we want to continue to find ways to get them the ball, and we need to do it efficiently, and we need to do it early. Dukes Mayo, the official condiment of the tailgate and sponsor of the Dukes Mayo Bowl. Dukes has owned tailgating favorites since 1917 with the same recipe they have used that entire time. Always made with zero sugar and plenty of southern flavor. Get yourself some Dukes at your local grocery store or online at dukesmayo.com. We'll be back. You're listening to Carolina Calls from Learfield. Coach Beaver in just a moment from Backstreets on the Gamecock Sports Network. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. It's time to amp up the fun. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event. Just move on up. Get great offers on select Ford vehicles. And you'll not only bring back the fun, you'll supercharge it. So stop by the Summer Supercharged Sales Event at your Ford dealer and discover how Ford can take your summer to a whole new level. Not all models, trims, or features may be available. Contact your dealer for information. Just move on up. You're listening to Gamecock Football. We're back after these local messages on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. 
You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com. This is Carolina Calls, your source for everything Gamecocks. you Shane Beamer. I'm Todd Ellis. Great to be with you. They certainly wouldn't rely on me to do anything handy around the house, that's for sure. <laughs> Coach Beamer joins us for a full hour of Carolina football talk throughout the season. I'm very blessed to be in the position that I'm in and, and uh, honored and humbled to be your head football coach. Listen live every Thursday night on your home for Gamecock football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back to Carolina Calls. Give us a call on our toll-free hotline at 877-477-7201 or locally at 404-6100. Now, let's rejoin your host, Todd Ellis. Hey, check out the new $5 Carolina jackpot scratch-off from the South Carolina Education Lottery. Have a chance to win $200,000 on the ticket and a chance to win up to $15,000 live at a football or basketball game by entering tickets in the second chance promotion, see seeducationlottery.com for details. Shane Beamer, I'm Todd Ellis. Great to be with you tonight on Carolina Calls. A gorgeous night for anything in Columbia, South Carolina. Come out and see us or call with a question. You can also tweet me at Todd Ellis SC, and we'll be glad to try to get Coach a question. More importantly, man, get up to Lexington. I, Coach, I was going to talk to you about this on the pregame a little bit when we do the game, uh, do the show before the ball game. But Lexington, which used to be kind of a nice little, uh, this reminded me of North Carolina, <laughs> wine and cheese crowd, has turned into a heck of a venue. It's tough to go up there and win. They got themselves a stadium and they got themselves a crowd now that are into Kentucky football, and it's a tough place to go. No, they've come a long way. I can remember early in my coaching career where sometimes it, sound, it felt like the biggest noise of the day was if it was a day they were introducing the basketball team, yes, you know, right. during a timeout between quarters. Uh, not anymore. It's a, uh, you know, towards the end of my time here at Carolina, I started getting going, and then when I was at Georgia, we played up there on a Saturday night in 2016 and, and won a game late. Uh, but, no, it's a great atmosphere where they're passionate about their pro football program, all their athletic programs, and it'll uh, they're back home, and they've got a rabid fan base and will be a great environment. So we certainly need a ton of ton of garnet and black. I know Coach Stoops, when I was listening to his press conference earlier this week and his radio show, and he was talking about all the Kentucky fans that were in Oxford and what a difference it made for them last weekend. So we certainly need a ton of garnet and black in, uh, in Lexington on Saturday night. Hey, Jay in Charleston, man, thanks for being with us on Carolina Calls with Coach Beamer. Go right ahead for Coach. Uh, yes, I have two questions, uh, one on each side of the ball. I, I uh, read a stat that uh, we blitz more than any team in Power 5, yet we rank uh, 125th, I think, in sacks with only four. Is your, is your defensive line uh, – so are, are you surprised or more disappointed about that unit than any other unit on, on, on the team? And then the second question is, uh, I know with um, Karen Joyner, people that I, that I spoke to, no, no one thought he was a 
SEC quarterback, and I think people just assume that a good athlete can step on the field as a wide receiver. Uh, I was just curious. I'm not asking that he go and play quarterback. But just why isn't he playing at all? Is he just not as good as the guys in front of him? Uh, yeah, thanks for the call, Jake. Uh, D-line-wise, I saw that stat, and I don't know who keeps up with it and comes up with the stats of how many times we've blitzed and and all that. Um, maybe they know what they're talking about. Maybe they don't. There's a lot of times that we've brought a linebacker on a pressure, but we also maybe drop a defensive end out. And you're really only rushing four, but it looks like you're bringing pressure. So, so I don't know. Um, uh, I don't feel like I watch a lot of college football. I don't believe we bring more pressure than anybody in the country. Uh, we bring pressure at times. Uh, uh, it also doesn't talk about quarterback hurries. Yeah, exactly. Which is what's most important. Yeah, nowadays. I mean, I go back to the Georgia yeah. State game. I mean, I think we hit that quarterback from Georgia State, and we didn't sack him many times, and we hit him a ton. So we're getting pressure on the quarterback. You're exactly right, Jay. We need to get more pressure on the quarterback than what we're doing. You've got to be able, one, to stop the run. So a lot of those pressures are actually pressures to stop the run. And uh, we started bringing a little bit more pressure to, to help our run defense out a little bit uh, after the, I guess, after the Arkansas game some. Uh, so to answer your question, we need to get more pressure on the quarterback. There's no doubt about it. No, I'm not disappointed in that defensive line group. Zach Pickens is playing his ever-living rear end off right now for us. And, and we've got some other guys. Gilbert Edmond continues to get better. And, and uh, Tonka Hemingway is playing great for us right now. So not disappointed in that group at Sanders, all. T.J. Sanders, coach, has been one yeah. of my biggest surprises. Yeah, I mean, T.J. continues to get every, better. Every rep he gets, he gets in there and yeah. does a good, better job. But. No question. And then you asked about the carry on. The carry on, uh, no, I mean, he, the, the receiver group is more competitive than what it is last year. We've got Amari and Brown has gotten better. Josh Van is a year older. Jalen Brooks is amazing right now. Uh, Juice Wells has come in. Xavier Leggett has gotten better. DeCarrion is right in that group with, as well with those guys. So he's playing at receiver. Uh, he's doing a great job for us on special teams. And he's, uh, he's a guy, I think DeCarrion would tell you too, he hasn't been 100% healthy this year either. So he's, uh, you know, he's gotten healthier, and I think his body feels better than what it did maybe two, three weeks ago. And to carry on is a key, key, key part of uh, our football team, offense and special teams. Coach, it's time for our Food Lion Food for Thought. It's our weekly review behind the scenes on a trend, the Gamecock football, to dive deeper in on the challenges for this week's game. This week we're diving into, Coach, third down progress. We know Gamecock offense like needs to stay on the field and convert. We've had struggles early on in the uh, first half of ball games and getting drives and continue otherwise. Your thoughts on reducing those third down, eight, nine yard attempts to shorter, more convertible uh, yards? Yeah. Uh, third down will be key on Saturday night. Defensively, we've got to get off the field on third down, and then offensively, we've got to stay on the field. And it's easier to stay on the field on third down if you're not in third and long. Uh, so that starts, it's obvious, but it starts on first and second down. We've got to have an efficient, efficient plays on first down and efficient plays on second down, and that starts with running the football. Um, you know, it's hard to be efficient on third down when it's third and seven, third and eight, third and nine, and, uh, and, and longer. Uh, but it all begins with our ability to be efficient on first and second down and, and uh, confident that we will. 
The Gamecocks right now, the season average on third down, if you take all ball games, 7.24. So that does not include the times in which we're converted on first or second down and yeah. moving the chains. But on third down, the average distance is 7.24. Coach, that's hard to convert. Yeah. It actually gives me some <laughs> some willies uh, yeah. up the back of my spine as a quarterback trying to convert on that. No, nah, you don't want to live in third and seven, that's yeah. for sure. Um uh, so, yeah, let's be better on first and second down and not get in those. Let's stay out of third down in period if we can. Farm Bureau Insurance wants to give you a VIP game day experience this football season. Visit uscontest.com and register for your chance to be Cocky's game day guest. Winners will get an invitation to Coach's radio show, tickets to the weekend's game, hotel accommodations, and a unique opportunity to be on the sidelines during pregame. Visit USCContest.com to register today. Hey, Bud Light reminds you to make the right call. We'll have a solid game plan to get a safe ride home. We'll have more from Backstreet's Grill on Carolina Calls from Learfield on the Gamecock Sports Network. A tough math teacher, a dedicated coach, a best friend. People who inspire you to be your best possible self. At Prisma Health, you inspire us. We're making healthcare exceptional for everyone across the Midlands and upstate. With more access to the highest level of care, research innovations, and patient education, we're committed to helping you be your healthiest you. Prisma Health is proud to be the official team physicians for the Gamecocks. For more information, visit prismahealth.org slash Gamecocks. Hey Gamecock fans, Game Day Vodka is the first ever official vodka of the Gamecocks. Ready to elevate your tailgate at Williams-Brice Stadium this season? Score a garnet and black bottle of this award-winning vodka by visiting gamedayvodka.com. That's gamedayvodka.com. Your town, your team. Official vodka of the Gamecocks. This game is 21 and up. Please enjoy responsibly. This is South Carolina football, back in 60 seconds on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Spurs up. 20, 15, 10, are you kidding me? Touchdown, Carolina. In the pocket, got some problems, trying to bail. Gamecocks, there they drop in. This is Gamecock football. Throne, jump ball in the end zone. Are you kidding me? Caught, touchdown, Carolina. Catch the action on your home for South Carolina football. The Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. We always picture the SEC student-athlete for their speed, their vertical, their agility, but it's time we picture them for more. For their campus voice, their community outreach, and for the simple fact that 20 years later, they're still someone's pride and joy. More than students, more than athletes. In the SEC, it just means more. Make your voice heard on Carolina Calls by giving us a call on our toll-free hotline, 877-477-7201, or locally at 404-6100. Now let's rejoin your host. Here again, Todd Ellis. Hey, have you visited Brook Green Gardens in Myrtle's Inlet lately? 
Brook Green Gardens has something for everyone to enjoy, including art, nature, history, and wildlife all together in one ever-changing, simply amazing place. For more information, special events, and tickets, visit www.brookgreen.org. Coach Beamer is with us. The Gamecocks taking off tomorrow to travel up to Lexington, Kentucky to take on the Wildcats, 4-1 on the season, ranked number 13 in the country on Saturday night. It'll be a 7.30 kickoff. We'll be on the air three hours beforehand. I'll have the exclusive interview with Coach Beamer before our ball game. And, of course, afterwards you can listen to our post-game show as well as do the television show there afterwards in Lexington. And we hope to have good things to say. Coach, it's been tough sledding up there. And one thing that uh, you cannot deny, cannot deny, about Coach Stoops in the Kentucky program he was given enough time to set his identity in his football team and what he wanted to build around, and now they have an identity that everybody in the conference recognizes. Whether they win all the time or not, yeah. you know who they are, and that really hasn't changed over the last maybe six years of his tenure at Kentucky, and that's a valuable thing. And I, I, I really commend Kentucky, their fan base and otherwise, for allowing him to do that. Yeah, no, I think he, uh, we were talking about it in our press conference earlier this week. He won his first season, they won two games. His second season, they won five games. Uh, but he was slowly building the model that he wanted, you know, as a head football coach. And now they're, uh, they're consistent year in, year out. You know what you're going to get from them. They, they recruit to a certain style and, and have found their niche from that standpoint. And, and, they're a team that, uh, like I've mentioned a few times this week, they make you beat them. They don't beat themselves, and they find ways. Totally to just, agree. They just keep hanging around, and they find ways to get the game to the fourth quarter and win it um, against us last year. They won the game in the fourth quarter and, and hung on. And, and uh, this year, I think, against Florida, they were down early and came back and won. So they uh, against Ole Miss, they were down early and battled back. So they're – they're uh, competitive, they're tough, they're physical, um, and, and they reflect his personality and tons of respect for what they're about. Coach, when we get into this stretch of SEC play, I'm a big believer in a lot of coaching is keep it tight and let my playmakers make the play late in the ball game. Yeah. Uh, who are you feeling now between, I'm going to guess based on production, Marshawn, Juice, Jaheim, Stogner, some other guys that have – contributed to might might make a play late in the ball game do you feel good about that process where you're sitting there at a 10-10 game in the fourth quarter and I'm asking my superstar to make a play yeah no I think we've got multiple guys all those guys you just named Jalen Brooks I'd throw in there and and we've got confidence in any of our you know all of our guys that are out there playing uh, offensively right now uh, Spencer at the quarterback position and all those receivers and the tight ends and and uh, Juju and Marshawn and whoever. Uh, I like the group that we have on offense. I think we've got guys, that, multiple guys that can make plays that continue to get better each and every week. You've uh, put 50 points up on the board the last two ball games and non-conference games. Your offensive line has been changing weekly to some degree. Uh, there's been some consistency there. But with uh, Dylan Wanham back, uh, you, you got Nichols over on the left side. What do you think the lineup will be 
up front who might contribute this weekend? Yeah, you know, obviously Douglas, Eric Douglas is doing a great job as our center, and Javon Gwynn, you know, at the guard position. And, and then, you know, because of injuries, but also because of some positional flexibility, we've rotated guys with Vershawn Lee and Trey Jones and Ja'Kai and Jalen and Wanham. Uh, Case and Henry, a true freshman, has gotten in there and played a little bit. So we'll see how it all shakes out on Saturday night. Uh, but, you know, that's a group where we've, we've got some depth, a little uh, enough depth on the offensive line where we can rotate some guys in there and, and, and move some people around as needed during the game. Kentucky calls themselves the big blue wall on their offensive line. They gave up two guys last year at tackle that are playing in the NFL right now, which I saw were as good as I've seen in a long time in the league. Not that their players are not as good this year, but Coach Will Levis has given up 19 sacks. Is there an opportunity there to maybe apply some pressure that uh, we have not seen in the first couple SEC games? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, we've got to get him in a passing situation, first of all, and stop the run so they right. do have to throw the ball. But uh, they're big. You know, they did lose two really good tackles, but they've got some really good offensive linemen that are still there, and they're still big and massive. So he's given up some sacks, but you watch the tape and you don't see – it's hard to find him. You right. know, he's uh, they're doing a nice job protecting him, but we've got to, we've certainly got to win our battles up front and and uh, and affect the quarterback. Hey, don't forget next week after the ball game with Kentucky, Carolina will be in an open date. The call-in show will be on Wednesday night. Call in. That might be a time for you to ask a question. Come see us out here at Backstreets. Coach will have his duties in the following days there afterward that he will go out and do some recruiting and otherwise. And we'll be here on Wednesday night next week at Backstreet's Grill and Divine. We'll wrap things up with Coach Beamer in just a moment on Carolina Calls. Be back to Backstreet's on Divine after this on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Enjoying the game? Gets hit in the backfield and drop. He's sacked back at the nine-yard line. They take out of the turf one more time. An ice-cold Bud Light is waiting for you. Four simple ingredients, high-quality barley, rice, hops, and water. The light, clean, crisp taste will satisfy your thirst during the game and after. For those on the light side of life, make it a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hope, life, and the great Palmetto. What do these things have in common? Scholarship dollars. The SE Hope, the life, and the Palmetto Fellow Scholarships are funded by the lottery players of this great state. And after 20 years, you've invested over $7 billion in education. $7 billion. Impressive. The South Carolina Education Lottery. When you play, we all win. More coverage of South Carolina football after these local messages on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. When you see the SEC student-athlete, it's easy to picture the swing, the stance, the form. But look closer, and you'll see the heart, the brain, the clutch lab partner, the avid two-stepper, the pride of a hometown, and a little brother's hero. More than students, more than athletes. In the SEC, it just means more. You're listening to South Carolina football on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield.
Hear every game for free on the South Carolina Game Day app. You can also listen via Gamecocks All Access at GamecocksOnline.com. Hey, how would you like to be able to listen to us while synced up with your TV in the comfort of your home? Go to SyncMyGame.com to find out how. Dan Stewart, I'm Todd Ellis. Coach Beamer is here. Dan's our engineer, Elizabeth Millen, producing tonight. Good to be with you. Some shout-out to my son, Graham Ellis, who's in town from New York City. Getting ready to start his big boy job as a lawyer up there, but thanks for coming down and dropping in tonight at Backstreet's Grill on Divine. He's never going to pass up the food or drinks here as well. And Coach, uh, somebody asked you this week in the press conference about road trips and mm -hmm. what you might emphasize as well. And when you go play a night game in Lexington, what do you think you might tell the team on Friday afternoon when we arrive there or Saturday before we go out? Yeah, I think this, uh, do what we do. And what we did against South Carolina State and Charlotte in Columbia should be the same that we do in Lexington on right. Saturday night. It's a different opponent, but our mentality and our preparation needs to be the same. And then certainly, you know, leadership. We're going to need great leadership from the players on our team, the leaders on our team on Saturday night up there in a hostile environment and, and uh, that our, our leadership must travel. No question that always takes a part of it as, as well. Uh, any concerns you have about the guys who've been starting for you and contributing the most? And injury-wise, everybody pretty much good you know, to go. Yeah, we're in a good shape. Obviously, it's game six, and you're playing in the SEC. There's bumps and bruises, and you got to be smart uh, with their bodies. But we're in a we're in a as good a place as we've been here for a while, health-wise. Still not great, but it is what it is, and, and nobody really cares about our problems. So let's get ready to go play our very best. Man, this is why we all do it. I mean, everybody from Shane Beamer to the folks that are here. It will be a number 13 team in the country on the road in the Southeastern Conference. We will see you. Stay tuned on the Gamecock Sports Network. You've been listening to Carolina Calls on the Gamecock Sports Network from Learfield. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Bud Light. When you really want your favorite beer, there's a Bud Light there. Coca-Cola. There's magic when we cheer together. And by Prisma Health. Proud to be the official healthcare system and team physicians of the Gamecocks. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Gamecocks Sports Network.